This is Welcome Home Radio from the Fresno Association of Realtors on 940 ESPN. Well, good morning and welcome to Welcome Home Radio. This is Don Scardino, your host on our Valley's most informative real estate talk show. This hour is being brought to you by the Fresno Association of Realtors. And our goal is to give you some really good information so that you can make a great game plan for investing in real estate, buying, selling, even keeping and maintaining real estate. And uh, if you were a sports team, you sure wouldn't go into a game without a game plan. Well, real estate's no different. you got to know what you're doing. And the way that you know what you're doing is you get good coaches. And uh, so to help us with that today, we have one of the coaches here, Jose Jack Mejia of Landmark Properties. Good morning. Good morning, sir. Thank you for having us. I think I'm going to start calling you that. Coach. Coach. Yeah. You, you, you kind of remind me of that guy from Cheers. <laughs> <laughs> Set him up. <laughs> All right. That I did. Okay. We also have Daniel Salazar. Dan Dan is the credit man, for, and he's the owner of Valley View Credit Repair and been a credit specialist for uh, the past 10 years. So we're going to be talking about credit and how you can um, strategize to make that as good as possible and yes, be a yes. winner. Good morning, everyone. Thank you for having us. Yeah. Yeah. Today should be a good show. A lot of information because, and I have to admit, to the questions I asked today on credit, I really don't know the answers to. <laughs> They're legit questions. Yes, yes. And there's a lot of people who don't know the answers to that. Yeah. Also. That's what We're I'm saying. Um, it, it's kind of an illogical thing, in my opinion, FICO scores. Um, so course, they're probably like IQ scores, huh? That's illogical, too. <laughs> yeah. I look yeah. at them as like credit uh, credit reports um, are the same thing as your report card at a school. So you're going to be, we're going to be talking about that, how we can get a perfect score. Okay. You know, that's a good analogy because we're all used to that from school. You're either an A student, B student, some, so... I guess we all need to be categorized, huh? Yes. Don't, don't, don't forget me, D student. So. <laughs> <laughs> and your GPA would be your credit score. So that, I, I try to look at it, try to make it as um, basic as possible so everyone can understand. Mm-hmm. So, you know, credit, credit report. Okay. So, you know, in the first segment of the show, I always like to do kind of the, the market stats. Today, I don't want any numbers. I want all gut feeling. And I think it's going to be interesting if uh, first we start off with Dan, the credit man. Do you see any change in the market from your side of it, from credit scoring? Well, credit scores are always changing. Um, What I've noticed is we, Experian just recently released in January the Experian Boost or the Credit Boost. So credit scores are changing. There's different FICO models that are being introduced. Just recently they introduced the FICO 9 model. And um, and so we're starting to see different type of model systems. A lot of companies are taking on different model systems. Uh, but, you know, wh- when I look at credit, I'm looking at the numbers. Um, in the Central Valley, we're dealing with um, an average credit score of, of a 620. So knowing that 620 is the, the, the credit score that, we're, that most people have, 
uh, in order to qualify for like an FHA down payment assistance program, you need a 640 FICO score or higher. And if you're interested in saving money, I would recommend raising the credit score as high as possible because you qualify for a better interest rate. So actually, this is interesting. What I'm hearing, if 620 is an average score here in the Central Valley, and yet you need a 640 to qualify for the um, FHA. FHA programs. Now, I do know that FHA will allow it to go down to 580, but there's a higher interest rate. That's correct. And you're talking about a, a bigger amount of down payment process, possibly too. So ah, good you're point. Paying, you're paying a lot more for mistakes that you have done by not knowing, you know, that you were doing something wrong. Not knowing or knowing and not doing anything yeah, about exactly. it. That's, right. That's true. So if yeah. nothing else, after today's show, we're going to motivate a lot of people to uh, go out there and take care of their credit score. Yes. Yeah, we're like, hoping. Well, that's that's, that's, <laughs> that's, that's what we're here. <laughs> we're yeah, yeah. And I got to give Jack a lot of credit. Uh, he came to me a few weeks ago and said, I think I want to get on the show and I want it to be about credit scores. So, so you have a, a mission there. I do. I really do. I, I think there's not enough people, and Dan has shown that, that really need to know what credit scores are. And we really need to get these uh, these people on board so that they can learn. And a lot of people who are willing to go buy a house, but they don't know where to start, too. Mm-hmm. Okay. Let me – this is the perfect opportunity for this question. So let's say somebody does have a 620 credit score, but you need 640 to get that the better terms, the better interest rate, save some money. So um, how easy is it to, or how hard is it to raise that 20 points? I mean, are you looking at another 12 months to clean up things, or is it something that can be done in 30 days? Yes, you could raise your credit score within 30 days. Uh, majority of the clients that come to my office, usually it's credit cards, utilization. Uh, that's the issue that we're seeing Um, so I'll give you a quick example. There's five components that create the credit score, and one of them is revolving accounts. Uh, so a revolving account is a credit card. Most people have a high usage on their credit cards. And I'll give you another example. If you had a $1,000 credit card and you're at 80% usage to 100% usage, you're using $800 to $1,000, you're maxing out that section and you're losing a total of 165 points. So a quick way to raise that credit score within 30 days is bringing down the utilization of the credit cards under 30%. And if you're trying to buy a house or if you're trying to big, make a big purchase, car, anything that's big, I would recommend 5% to 9% usage, and you will see an increase in credit score within 30 days. Wow. Um, now, let's say you're you're in escrow. You, you, you got 45 days to close. You want to boost that score right away. Is there a way, I mean, do you just have to sit back and wait for 30 days and hope for a, a better thing? Or can you force a, uh, not force, but um, in, uh, initiate a new credit report that will an, do the new analyzing? Okay, so th that's a great question. It, the credit score will go up the day it gets reported to the credit bureau. So let's say we're on the first of the month and the credit card gets reported on the 7th of the month, um, you have to wait seven days, and your credit score is going to go up. But the payment or the, the, the amount that's going to be reported is whatever's outstanding on the 7th. So it could be seven days. You could see an increase in the credit score. I typically say 30 days, 
because um, if it doesn't go up in, in, you know, they have two days to process the, the, the payment, um, sometimes it just takes a little bit to, to show up on the credit report. Well, Dan, Dan that's a good point. But here's, a, here's another question I have. How quickly will a bad credit report be on your report? Um, they say we are in escrow. And we've had these things happen before to where, you know, we tell buyers, do not go open up a new credit card. Do not go do this and that. If they go and get a uh, credit card, JCPenney's, mm -hmm. how soon does that hit? It, it will show up on the next reporting date. So, again, if um, JCPenney shows up on the 15th of the month, they report on the 15th and today's the 10th, it's going to show up in five days and that's extremely important to know because if you're opening up new accounts, chances are your credit score is going to drop before they run your credit. Inquiries, though, go right away, don't they? Um, hard inquiries will show up within 24 hours, and a hard inquiry is going to take away about 5 to 15 points from your credit. Report. Tell us what a hard inquiry is, and I suppose there's a soft inquiry. That's correct. See, I'm pretty, <laughs> wow. I didn't wow, know that. Yeah. So uh, a soft inquiry is um, anytime you pull your credit for your own personal knowledge. For example, you're pulling um, Experian.com, uh, Credit Karma, you're checking your credit scores, or if you're getting a quote from an insurance carrier, this is going to be a soft inquiry. A hard inquiry is going to be anytime a financial institution pulls your credit to see if you qualify or get denied based on your credit, um, your credit file. So, for example, a mortgage auto loan, um, it could be anything from a cell phone to Comcast, those are going to be hard inquiries. So here's what we see come up a lot, and Jack, you'll, you'll back me up on this one. We're in escrow. Somebody has a 642 credit score, so they're, they're good. They're good. They, they're over the threshold. Yes. Then they go to buy a pair of shoes at, at JCPenney's, 50 bucks, and of course the the cashier says, would you like to sign up for a new credit card uh, with, with JCPenney's and uh, we'll give you 20% off. And because you're, you know, so financially savvy, you go, wow, that's 10 bucks. Yeah. <laughs> so you do it, but eh, there goes the credit score. There it goes. Shoots everything down. Yeah. Now, yeah. now you, you say you lose five to... You could lose between five to 15 points for every hard inquiry. Okay, so that would, let's say it puts you now at 6.30, so now you're going to have different terms on your rate. It's going to cost you money. So I think when you go into escrow, freeze it. At anything. <laughs> no activity at all. I mean, just do your regular payments on your, on your cards and everything. But uh, you and I know, again, that you know we have had these situations to where the deal goes sour because they are no longer... Um, above the threshold they're supposed to be, and then also the debt-to-owe ratio that they needed has lowered, so they're not able to buy that house anymore. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and that does happen once in a while. I think most people do listen to their coach, their realtor, and their loan officer, their loan officer. in escrow, and they, they do kind of refrain from those temptations of 20% off that pair of shoes. Um, or, or the big one is you get excited. You're one week away from closing. You know you're going to need a refrigerator, a new washer and dryer. So you go out and uh, you get an extra 10% off. Of yeah. Home Depot. <laughs> <laughs> if you put it, put it on their card and open a new card, and then you've just shot yourself yeah. in the foot. That's yeah. correct. And not only that, not only shot yourself in the foot, but you now have put all the other parties in a bad spot. That the is seller. True. 
the agents, the loan officers. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So yeah. you got to know what you're doing. Okay. With that, we're going to go to our next commercial break, and this is going to give me an opportunity to think of a lot more questions on credit scoring. And when we get back, we're going to try something new. I'm asking each of these guys, what's your walk-up music? <laughs> Just like you're going to bat. <laughs> All right. Thank you. Good to be alive right about now. Welcome back to Welcome Home Radio. And yeah, it's good to be alive. This is Jack Mejia's walk-up music. I love that song. It's good to be alive every day. Well, yeah, because what are the alternatives? (laughs) We don't really know. (laughs) I haven't been there yet. (laughs) But one thing we do know for sure is credit reports. Ah, back to that subject. Ah, I, I wanted to keep going on this because I think we're really touching on some good things that we can all learn from. And I, we really do hope that people are learn, listening and learning from this. I really do. Yeah. You can help a lot of people. Nothing worse. And you might even have a story or two on this, Jack, as a realtor. But the dejection on somebody's face when they find out they don't qualify. It's it's very sad to see these people that uh, you know they come to you and it's like hey I'm ready to go I, I you know I I got money I I want to buy a house okay let's get your process started and we send them out to a lender and it's like the first thing they're gonna do is you know we tell them they're gonna check your credit well you know I don't have any credit because I never bought anything you know I paid everything cash well you had a cell phone you have this and so you know you, you never know you may have something and then of course you know the the uh, lender runs the credit and. They're not where they're supposed to be, and the rejection on their faces is just very sad. It, it, hurts, it hurts me to see that they're not able to. But yet that story can go the other way. Exactly. I, I remember a, a, a client who, and I'd known them for years and years, calm, cool people, you know, real, real easy, to, easy going. Um, and we're getting ready to go in and to meet with the lender and get pre-qualified, and I noticed he was sweating. And, I mean, he was nervous. And I, I go, are you okay today? What, you know, are you feeling sick or something? He goes, I'm just nervous about this. He goes, my credit sucks. It, it's bad. It's really. Do you know, he ended up, he was, had something like a 750 score. Wow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the thing is, most people don't look at their credit scores. Uh, what I recommend for my clients when they come in, every month we're checking the credit score. We want to see if there's any inaccuracies, especially right now with identity theft it's so big you want to make sure you're checking your credit reports but most people don't they check it whenever they're going to buy something and that's why they're in fear um, that they don't qualify because a year ago they didn't maybe they weren't doing what they were supposed to and that's why they had a bad credit score so they believe that that credit score is going to follow them for the rest of their life well, so, uh, may I? Yes, you may. Okay, because the only thing that comes up to my mind is how are they supposed to check the credit if they don't go to a lender or a bank or institution? So, th- there's a lot of programs out there that you can look at the credit report. Now, the credit score, for example, Credit Karma, they use a Vantage scoring model. What that is, it, it has nothing to do with purchasing a home because they purchasing a home, they use a tri-merge, uh, has different, tip, different model systems, so it's going to be a different score. But Credit Karma shows the report. The report and the score are two different things. So the report, we want to see uh, account. Uh, you want to see the accounts hard inquiries. 
things of that nature. So there's a lot of companies, Identity IQ, there's uh, Credit Check Total, there's Experian.com, Equifax. You can go directly to their websites and see all three. Uh-huh. You will pay a little, little fee for that. But you can see, and then you can also go to annualcreditreport.com, and it's free. You can check your credit score every single year, and they're not going to charge you anything for it. Is there any safety tips here? Like if you're on on the uh, checking things out, and all of a sudden here's a pop-up, and it says, hey, free credit check right here. Do you go to that? It came to you. You didn't go to that website. You have to be really careful. In this day and age, you want to go to a credible company. Um, you could go straight to Experian.com, and or go to AnnualCreditReport.com. Companies that are that have been around for many years, but I wouldn't click on a on an email that says pull your credit report here for free because chances are, uh, it could be some type of scam. Scam, yeah. Yeah, yeah. We yeah. got to be careful of that. So the, I guess the rule of thumb is if you go to their website, you're more much more protected than if you just respond yes. to the, to their invitation. Yes. Yeah. All right. So, um, and I liked what you said about your credit score is different than what your credit report is. Because you might pull up your credit score and you got a 750, you say, hey, all's good. But yet you find out there's inquiries from someplace in Florida and another one in Georgia, and it's not you. Yes. So you do have to look at all, look it all the way through. Hard inquiries and your personal information, those are the two things that I'm looking at to see if you're a victim of identity theft. If you see an address in Arizona and you lived your whole life in California, there's something going on. Um, a lot of times um, if your father has your, the same last name or the, the same name, uh, a lot of his information is going to be reporting on your credit report. His address is going to be showing up. So you have to be really careful with that. And that's why we dispute that information. We dispute personal information. Hard inquiries, if you have multiple companies pulling the credit report and it wasn't you, you haven't used your credit report for years, there's something going on, and you should question it, and you should contact the credit bureaus. But we have had instances, too, Dan, where, you know, the um, the person comes in and says, hey, I, I checked my, uh, my credit score on Credit Karma, and it says I have a 720. And then the lender runs the credit, and it says, no, you're only at, you know, 650, 660. Yes. How can that be? It's a, a different model system. So, again, Credit Karma, Vantage Scoring Model, Vantage 3.0, and you're looking at a mortgage. Uh, they're using the, the, the Fair Isaac um, for, I believe it's Equifax. you got the Classic 4 FICO and the Classic 5 FICO. There's different FICO systems. And if you really wanted to really get in, that, into it, I know we only have an hour, but I will tell you is that there's over 50 FICO scores out there. So if you pull your credit 50 different times, there's FICO scores for credit cards, there's FICO scores for auto loans, there's FICO scores for mortgage, there's renters uh, scoring models. So every single one of those is going to d- be a different score because it's a different algorithm. Okay, so I'm smiling because yeah. I'm thinking of a good analogy here. It's like, wait a minute, how can there be 50 different scores? Because I am just me. I'm one person, right? But then by the same token... I've always used this expression. If you were to get three appraisers out on the same day to measure the same house, you're going to get three different measurements. Mm -hmm. That's correct. So, all right. (laughs) That's a tricky one. When I explain that to to someone, they always give me that look like, what are you talking about? But one thing stays the same, and it's your credit report. 
because Equifax, TransUnion, and Experian do not provide credit scores. They just gather information. They sell that information to different model systems, the FICO 2s, the FICO 9s, the FICO 8s, and they they get that information requested by, the, by a financial institution. I see. Tell us <laughs> what FICO means. The, it's, it's the, FICO, the FICO score is the Fair Isaac um, uh, scoring models. The, what they do is, is they create credit scores. So just recently we had a conference with the FICO 9 model, and they were trying to introduce this new model system because every FICO model is supposedly better than the last one. Um, and what you're looking at is um, some, for example, medical collections. There's some FICO model systems that hit you hard with a medical collection. It's just like an any regular collection account where you have a FICO 9. If you pay off a collection account that's medical, it's not going to ding your credit score that bad. So it's it just different formulas. I'm looking at Don's face and it's like, <laughs> what? <laughs> just like me. It's like, what is he yeah. talking about? <laughs> you know, I've always said that credit scoring is so illogical. And Daniel, you have not changed my mind. <laughs> <laughs> Don, I would say to my business is let him do his business. Right. Okay, and, and maybe this is proof that you do need a specialist. You, you do need the help of uh, a credit professional to help with this. Because you're right, Jack. I'm, my face is like, what? <laughs> Who's Al? Al, Al Gorithum. And, and how does he know me so well, right? <laughs> so, all right. What? I, I know you're one of several companies here. You, you're probably the best in uh, Jack's opinion. My opinion, yeah. That's why you brought him here. Yeah, that's so, right. I, and that's Valley View? Valley View Credit Repair. Okay. What What does this cost somebody? So somebody says, you know, I don't really understand this. I don't know algorithm. <laughs> so... Uh, they come to you. What what's it going to cost? Well, we have uh, different different plans, but the most important thing I always tell people to come in for the free consultation. I have a lot of people that come in for the free consultation. They leave with great information and pay absolutely nothing. Um, I have a lot of affiliates in the mortgage industry. They know uh, they will send me someone just to give them some good advice because they rather have the professional or the the specialist talk about credit rather than them put their foot in their mouth or maybe say something they're not supposed to. Uh, but I will sit down with them, give them a few tips, send them on their way, and it's going to be free. Uh, there's some clients that we have to do work. We're disputing inaccurate negative information, things of that nature, and they can get off by paying as low as uh, we have $99 plans. We have some that are more aggressive because they have more accounts on their credit report. So it just depends on the credit score. So let's say there's a collection agency out there that uh, has a lien against your name or judgment. And for a thousand bucks, does that uh, can they hire you to contact them to get that cleared up? Yes, and I will tell you this: if you're planning on buying a house, the last thing you want to tell a collection agency that has a lien on you, I'm trying to buy a house yeah. because you lose all negotiation power. So you want to go you're in there showing your ace. Yes, up yes, yeah. and you do not want to do that. Um, so first things first, and you know, before you buy the house, you have to pay these liens. So that's that's something that's very important. Uh, I would say, come on in. Let's take a look at it and see what we can offer them and find a way to get that account negotiated. Mm -hmm. And you tell them, hey, pff, I just won a thousand bucks, or no, I just won five hundred dollars in the lottery. Um, will you take <laughs> the five hundred? 
<laughs> I mean, it's yeah. either that or go back to being a, you know. I, I recommend give them a ridiculous offer. If it's $1,000, offer them 150 The worst thing they can say is no, but you know, you'll be surprised. Sometimes they'll say yes. They'll take the 150 and that's the end of that. <laughs> Negotiate. Okay. Negotiate. So um, cre- uh, credit repair places like what you have – uh, make money off of the fees, but you do offer free consultations. That is correct. Yeah, so uh, you, uh, before somebody gets into it, they're going to know that they're either going to spend 99 bucks or 599 or what, whatever. Yes. Yeah. I always say leave your wallet at home. Come in for the free consultation. We'll discuss it. I force no one to sign up for our services. And when, you're, when, you're, when you feel you're ready to go, come on in and sign up. But we're not here to force anyone to sign up for our services. And the other thing that I, you know, uh, I like about Dan is that uh, giving back to the community. And I believe he has special for the uh, veterans. Yes, correct? I, I offer first responders, school teachers, uh, military. We have discounts for every, uh, police officers. Uh, come on in and, and nurses, uh, you name it. We, for the most part, first responders, we, we give discounts for. How about first responders like realtors? Uh, <laughs> well, we, we get that phone call. Hey, can you the first show one. me this house in 15 <laughs> That's minutes? True. We're on it. Absolutely. <laughs> we, we take care of our own. You know, we, we, we work with a lot of real estate agents and loan officers. Yeah. All right. <laughs> well, with that, we're going to go to our next commercial break. But stay tuned to Welcome Home Radio, 940 ESPN. Cause I'm TNT, I'm dynamite, TNT, and I win the fight, TNT, I'm a power load, Well, welcome back to Welcome Home Radio. This is Don Scordino, and there was the walk-up music for Daniel Salazar. <laughs> it's, it's my f- son's favorite song. So. All right. How old's your son? He's uh, he's nine years old. He's actually playing baseball right now, so I took some time away from that to to be here for, and All answer right. some what questions. What position does he play? He's a pitcher and plays third base. All right, that's that's an exciting time. <laughs> I, and I got to tell you this too: when I was about nine years old and I was playing little league, my dad just a month ago brought up something from one of my games back when I was in little league. So hopefully you remember your son, uh, because that made me feel really good. Oh yeah. Yeah. How many kids you got? I have two. Two. Yeah. I have, have an 11-year-old, and then I have my 9-year-old. And they probably already know everything about credit repair? <laughs> oh, yeah. They're, they're little specialists. They come to the office sometimes and uh, help me out on the weekends and get, get people together. I tried to give my son, who's 30 now, a little bit of advice on, on real estate. And he goes, Dad, I already know everything. Don't forget, <laughs> I've been doing this for 30 years. <laughs> and he's only 30 years old. Do we really know everything? I don't think we do. No. You can have 40 years in the business and still not know everything. You're, forms you're taking whatever. a shot at me, aren't uh, you? No, I'm <laughs> taking a shot at all of us. I think there's always something new that's coming up. and You never deal with the same situation the same way. Right. Yeah. And if anybody should know that, it would be you because I got to tell our, our, our listeners out there, Jack gives back to the industry also. I and, do? Well, yes, you do because um, <laughs> aren't you going to pay 20 bucks to be on the show today? <laughs> I brought you a burrito. <laughs> <laughs> but um, every Tuesday morning, the realtors have a meeting called the MLS Tuesday morning meeting. 
Pretty interesting name there, huh? It is. Tuesday morning meeting? <laughs> Tuesday morning meeting. <laughs> <laughs> Do you ever get phone calls like, hey, uh, what day is that on? Because <laughs> yeah, a friend of mine who was a priest said he actually used to get phone calls. What time does midnight mass start? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I still ask that question. <laughs> All right, but um, you arrange speakers to come and teach and and educate the realtors even more. Uh, so I mean that's probably a, a lot of time that you give back in arranging these speakers. But tell us about that and how that helps the community because it's making the realtors better informed. We're hoping that it makes the realtors better informed. Uh-huh. Uh, I don't do this job by myself. Uh, Sabrina Brown, my co-chair, and actually she's the one that, uh, due to the fact that we have connected with so many people in, in this industry and in the community, uh, one of the jobs is to bring people from the community to educate the uh, real estate agents and the lenders and you know everybody that comes to these meetings. Um, it's not a task that I take on myself. And again, you know, I give a lot of kudos to Sabrina Brown because she's really the one that has, you know, scheduled a lot of people. She's got some good connections. She huh? really does. Yeah. She really does. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And so, like, what kind of topics do these people give or teach the realtors that now the realtors can go out and coach the consumers? Well, very good question. And that's the question that we ask. Uh, the people there, or even on uh, on Facebook, hey, you know, what would you like to see, or who would you like to come and and talk about whatever topic? Because a lot of times, you know, we're running out of ideas. Also, uh, we try not to make it personal, as in, you know, well, I want I want somebody to talk about this because this is what I want. It has to be a network thing. It has to be where you know where everybody is uh, in the same page, and they want they want to hear that information. Whether it's, you know, um, knowing the forms, the real estate uh, forms, or knowing the uh, people who are struggling uh, every day in regards to whatever organizations are happening out there. Any, I mean, just about anything. And everything has been taken up really good. And we're very happy about the fact that, you know, it's been taken in, in, in good stride. And I see that you also give back to the community in other ways, too. You're part of the Knights of Columbus, and that's a great service organization. It is. It is also time-consuming. It's uh, volunteering a lot. Um, We would always say, you know, monetary donations are great, but a lot of organizations out there, they want the people. They want, Mm -hmm. you know, the the hours performed by the person. Um, And that's one of the things that... uh, it really got me in, in, into real estate is the fact that since I was a kid, I was always helping out other people. And doing that, you know, I'm also helping myself out, knowing that, you know, I, I'm doing something good and helping somebody out, whether it's mowing, you know, somebody's lawn or uh, delivering a, a uh, couch from uh, from somebody's donated to Wings uh, organization, anything like that. Mm-hmm. I've always found that the more you give back, it becomes a win-win situation. So you you get involved in these organizations that give back to the community. And next thing you know, there's a guy that's a member, too, that says, Hey, Jack, I've been thinking about buying a home, and I understand you're a realtor. Does that happen? 
<laughs> it does happen a lot. Uh, of course, you know, people need to know what you do and never uh, always take the opportunity to say, hey, you know, this is what I do. This is my, this is my business. I do real estate. If it's in the uh, Knights of Columbus, you know, everybody knows that I'm real estate and I've helped a lot of uh, brother Knights, you know, uh, sell their homes off or buy new ones or whatever. Uh, in the church, same thing too, you know, church knows to come to me when they have real estate needs. But not just that. Again, it just goes back to helping them out. Sometimes it's not even, you know, buying a house. It's just they just want to know information. They don't know, wh you know, where, where to start. Mm -hmm. So, and, and then being part of the MLS, uh, going to these meetings on Tuesdays, you get to meet the, you get to meet Dan. That's where we met Dan, you know? Oh, at an MLS at meeting. At the MLS meeting, yeah. So you were one of the speakers? No, I was actually attending. I wanted to see what the industry was all about. So, um, mm -hmm. And the questions that most agents or loan officers had for credit repair specialists. So when we go off the air, you can tell me what you think the industry is all about now. <laughs> uh, no, he signed, he signed the document. He can't say that. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um, Jack, you also... Um, you speak Spanish too, right? I do. Okay. I speak Spanish. I read. I write. <laughs> ah. I'm fluent in Spanish. Okay. So in the beginning of the show, you said you were in the D class. Um, you're smarter than that. Uh, no. Uh, well. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess you that set me up on that. <laughs> All right. We're ready for the next segment. Are we going to break? <laughs> Okay, well, let me get to the question. All right. By the way, as you can tell, Jack's a fun guy. <laughs> um, how All of our documents are in English. Our, our realtor, uh, real estate contracts are in English, and the disclosures are in English. So what advice do you give to somebody who maybe speaks broken English, a little bit of English, um, but yet they're dealing with all English forms. Find yourself a real estate agent who understands the, the forms and can translate them in Spanish. It's not an easy task. I liked what you said there. And so a realtor who can understand the forms and speak. So just because they speak Spanish doesn't mean they can read and or, understand or they the can, forms. Yeah, and, uh, translating the, the, um, the forms... In English, is a task itself, you know, reading all this uh, mumbo-jumbo stuff on there. Now, doing that in, in Spanish is a different story. It takes, it, it takes a little bit more than, you know, seven years that I've been doing this. It'll take longer, but you have to have somebody that really knows and, and how to translate that back into a Spanish to where the people are standing in front of you are understanding what you're telling them. Um, a lot of Hispanic people are not very educated. In regards to having gone to school, um, I know that because I come from the fields in tranquility, in, in irrigation fields, and we worked in uh, a hoeing cotton up in uh, Five Points, Three Rocks, and we didn't have the education. I didn't have the the parents who pushed me to go to further education, and my education was basically in the fields. That's why I wasn't very good in school. D was the best that I could do. <laughs> well, I gotta compliment you. you <laughs> He's still laughing. Look at him. Yeah. I wish you could see him. He's still laughing. <laughs> you don't show that at all. You sh you show that you're a very uh, well-educated man. Thank you. I appreciate that. 
It, it's all the classes you've been taking at the realtor organization. That right? is true. That is true. Just because we didn't have the education as a child, as you know, growing up, doesn't mean you have to not seek it. You know, when you're getting older. I mean, mm-hmm. I really would like to have the opportunity to go to go to college and and learn something. Mm-hmm. Other than real estate, <laughs> no. I so love you can real get estate. a real job, right? Yeah, I can get a real job. <laughs> I can have uh, work Mondays and Fridays and have Saturday and Sundays off, right? Yeah, you know, real estate may not be a real job, but I tell you what, it's a fantastic career, and it's a rewarding career at at that. Yeah, yes, yeah, that's for sure. Yeah, and um, real estate is something that's about people. Um, in fact, I had somebody one time, just after I had shoulder surgery, she was brand new in our industry, and she was helping me type and put put uh, forms into our electronic platform manager and all that. And after a couple hours, she goes, oh, wow, thank you so much for teaching me all about real estate. I said, you didn't learn anything about real estate yet, because real <laughs> estate is all about people and locations. It's not about where this form goes and that form goes. And uh, she came back a couple of years later and said, thank you for reminding me of that because that that has helped her in her career. It's about people. That is true. That is true. When we started, you know, to become real estate agents, we, uh, we learned from the books or, you know, on the Internet, but they never teach you how you're supposed to react with the people in front of you mm-hmm. or how, you know, we're supposed to do those things. It's just something that you take classes on being <laughs> nice to people or you just have it from the be- in the beginning. And there's a connection between you and the person, you know, that you're going to help them out. And for all my clients who have seen me type up an offer, when I said I had my arm in a sling, yes, instead of typing with two fingers, I was down to one. <laughs> <laughs> so it took me twice as long. <laughs> pecking, huh? Yeah. You were pecking. pecking away. <laughs> all right. So with that, we're going to our next commercial break. But stay tuned to Welcome Home Radio, 940 ESPN. Welcome back to Welcome Home Radio. This is Don Scordino, your host, and here with Daniel Salazar of Valley View Credit Repair and also Jose Jack Mejia of Landmark Properties, realtor extraordinaire. Now, <laughs> that's a good one. We can tell, though, that that song, if you've listened before, that's my walk up music. I just want it in the game. Nice. And that's a good song. I, yeah. I like that. Put me in coach. Yeah. What is that about? Put me in coach. Just, I want to play. I, I want to be involved. I want to get in there. Uh, don't want to be on the sidelines. Okay. All right. <laughs> we won't take away from that. <laughs> All right. So, um, uh, speaking of being involved, so what, as a realtor, Jack, you're in the market. Where do you see the market? And I've been asking every guest that we get in here how they see this year's market as compared to the previous couple three years? Do you is it the same as what you've seen, or is it a little bit different? Without using numbers, okay, we get we get the stats on a monthly basis from the Fresno Association of Realtors. I don't necessarily pay attention too much to that. I 
basically I, I, people will ask that question is the market is the market hot is the market cold and my response always been are you ready to buy if you're ready to buy and you're ready to go you got your credit score like you're supposed to you got you know what you need you're going to buy whether it's a 5% uh, um, interest rate or is a 3% or whatever you're ready to go a seller same thing too when a seller ha has to sell they need to sell they're going to sell it doesn't matter where the, heart, the market is hot or cold it's it's going to happen you're bringing out a really good point the best time to buy or sell is when you're ready personally if you wait until millions of other people have already bought and then you decide well I'm going to buy now too well you're buying in a seller's market <laughs> so so and then if you're only doing it for the investment then you better pay attention to all the numbers there you go but if you're also buying a home to use for your family so that you can play catch in the backyard with your 9-year-old little leaguer then uh, the the best time to buy is when you're ready. When you're ready, exactly. And you have your credit uh, scores fixed. <laughs> Boost your credit score also. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right. Um, and, and so getting back to the credit repair, what do you want our listeners to remember most about credit repair, Daniel? Well, credit repair is more than just a number. Um, it's the credit reports, credit scores, more than just a number. And what I mean by that, your credit score equals your interest rate. Now, I'll tell you where I see the market. 90% of my clients that come in are in the market of buying a home within a, within a year. So knowing that, um, we need to, and one of the things that they're really interested in is that they don't want to pay high interest rates. They want to pay low interest rates. So that credit score is extremely important for someone that wants to benefit from having for, from having a lower credit score than than most people. Now, I will tell you the biggest thing that I would want the clients to t or everyone to take is um, hard inquiries are going to affect your credit score. Stop pulling your credit if if you're trying to purchase a home. Don't go around pulling your credit because you can lose 5 to 15 points, and that could be the difference of getting qualified for a home loan. Utilization of credit cards. Let's keep those utilizations down before you even think about running your credit with a mortgage company. Let it report. Let it sink in, and then at that point, you can run that credit report. And the biggest thing, most people come in and say, well, you know, I make my payments on time. But credit is more than just making your payments on time. So there's five components that create the credit score. Uh, I wanted to hear those five. You gave us one yes. earlier. So on-time payment history, it accounts for 35% of your credit score. If you have late payments, collection accounts, charge-off accounts, or if you filed for bankruptcy, you're going to lose points in that section. The second one is uh, revolving accounts, credit cards, and the utilization of those. That's 30% of your credit score. So obviously the usage of the credit cards is a big factor there. The third one is age, credit age. is 15% of your credit score. So the longer you keep the accounts open, the more age you're going you're, you're gonna to benefit from that. I'm glad you clarified that. When you said age, I'm thinking, man, my score must be higher. <laughs> <laughs> then we wish it was based on our age, yeah. right? <laughs> and then 10% uh, of your credit score is mixture of credit. So you want a healthy mixture. If you all you have is credit cards, then you're not going to get all the points in that section. You want to have some installment accounts. What you want to show the banks is that you can manage multiple accounts, and that's going to be a nice mixture. Now, think of this. Some people come in, and they get upset that they don't have the credit score to buy a home. 
they have a credit card of $200, $300. They can't manage a $300 credit card, but you're expecting the bank to give you $250,000, $300,000. How crazy is that? You know, yeah. it, to me, it doesn't make any sense. You're asking them to give you all this money, but you can't manage a $300 credit card. It doesn't make any sense. You know, so, um, and then the last thing is um, you have hard inquiries. Hard inquiries is 10% of your credit score. Pulling your credit uh, report, it's going to affect you 15, I mean, ten, uh, 5 to 15 points. If you pull, uh, pull 8 to 10 hard inquiries in one year, you're going to lose a total of 55 points. The best way to regain those points is to not pull your credit for one a full year. You'll get the points back, and the hard inquiries stay on your credit report for 25 months. Now, the thing is, Christmas time, that's where we see the increase in hard inquiries because everyone's going into Walmart, Target, Macy's. The funny thing is that majority of those the, those institutions or the, the, the stores, they use Synchrony Banks. So if Synchrony Bank denies you because you go to Walmart and then you go to a different store, it's the same bank that's going to deny you. So all you're doing is racking up the hard inquiries. So why would an inquiry be a negative thing? I mean, let's say you make an in- inquiry, but you decide not to open that line of credit. Okay. Why is that bad? When you pull your credit multiple times, it makes you look desperate. There's something going on. If you go out and pull 20 hard inquiries, you're asking 20 different banks to loan you money. What does that say? That you need money. Remember, anytime you need something, it's going to cost you money. If you go to a yard sale and say, I'm looking for a bike, before you look at the bike, chances are the person who's selling it is not going to drop the price because you indicated that you need it. But when you just have it, uh, for example, if you're just getting a, a credit card, you're running it one time, and they qualify you, well, you're going to benefit from the good interest rates because you don't have that many hard inquiries on your credit report. i got to give you a compliment. I'll bet you're a good negotiator. Yeah. Uh, well, I, I did that for many years. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just by knowing, I mean, I never thought about that. Hey, you got a bike? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Why lower the price, right? Yes. <laughs> one of the... One of the uh, I really wish that Dan was able to teach what he's telling us here more. I really would like to see more people in the San Joaquin Valley learn more about credit, uh, how to start it, what are the effects, you know, what are the effects of not having or whatever. Um, when I was going to high school, I remember that we had a class in um, learning how to balance checkbooks, which I don't even know if they do that anymore mm-hmm. uh, taught us a little bit about life and you know again I really wish that he was able to you know go and teach classes on the credit well a lot of the young young millennials are going to say what's a checkbook <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's what I was thinking <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> sorry Jack but you know any invitation that I get um, I've gone to Fresno State I've talked to students there in the business class talked about a credit um, real estate agents, loan officers, anytime you get, I get an invitation, I show up myself. I'll take time away from my family to go talk about credit. If someone wants to listen, you want to get a room full of people, I'll go and talk about credit. You know, one of the, the goals of Welcome Home Radio is to educate our listeners enough to the next time there's a real estate downturn that we're not in the top ten in the in the United States in foreclosures. And um, it sounds like credit-wise, that's something we can do, too. Uh, if if our average credit score is 620 and, and FHA is 640 and I uh, what is it 660 or 680 for conventional loans um, or m- maybe it's 720 even it that means we've got to improve yes we got to know our stuff 
So, um, okay, real quickly, 20 seconds each. What's your best real estate advice? Jack. <laughs> Use me for all your transactions. All what right. can I say? <laughs> yeah. You'll have a good time anyway. You will. All right, Daniel. Um, my recommendations, pull your credit report. Look at your credit report before you apply for a loan. If you're trying to refinance, if you're trying to purchase, look for any inaccuracies and let's correct them before you move forward with that. Mm-hmm. Well, I hope all our listeners today got a lot out of this. There was a lot of really good information. And um, thank you for tuning in to Welcome Home Radio. We really appreciate it. Thank, thank you, you, Don. Thank, thank you, you very much. much.